Well, good morning. It's Breakfast with the Broker. Yes, we've been a couple weeks uh, hiatus, uh, but we are back and we uh, certainly appreciate you viewing. Listen, we have a very, very special guest. And, you know, if 2020 taught us anything, it taught us how to uh, take care of our customers, be able to pivot and really, really go after it. And our next guest, um, well, he does all of it. So, and now. By way of Winter Park, Florida, he is a former executive for the Walt Disney Company. He is also the former vice president of special events at Cowboys Stadium. Dallas Cowboys? Oh, I guess. He is the current chief uh, customer experience officer and operations advisor at Barry Jacobson Consultant. He is a husband, uncle, and yes, of course he loves Mickey Mouse. He is Barry Jacobson. Wow. That is quite the intro. I don't think I've had one like that in a while. Um, it's not like I was getting ready to go on the WWE. But you know, it's funny. Um, there's a announcer, and I always forget his name. But uh, there's an announcer for the Miami Heat. Oh, Miami Heat. Okay. So um, I'm a big Heat fan, and so and um, to give you a little backstory, Breakfast with the Broker was originally you know interviews in person. Like we didn't do any virtual interviews at all, and our stick was, let's do um, secret handshakes. So uh, that didn't work well in 2020. <laughs> so uh, we had to, as people say, pivot and, uh, and and do the virtual thing. And you know, every every show needs a stick. So uh, that's yeah. our stick is our intro. So uh, we are very very happy and pleased that you came here. And you know, tell us a little bit about. I mean, working at, you know, Disney and, 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 you know, I mean, when you look at the pinnacle of customer experience and, um, you know, before Amazon, you know, gave it to you your way or Burger King did it your way, you know, you know, Walt Disney told you what you wanted your way. And it really just kind of resonates with people because, you know, when you walk in, I mean, it's magical. <laughs> it is. And, you know, it really does start. Uh, with leadership. It started with Walt Disney uh, modeling and telling everybody what the behaviors must be. Not have to be, not might be, but must be. And, uh, you know, Walt set that tone uh, early on at Disneyland. He was intentional. So, you know, anybody who looks at my stuff on LinkedIn, I do these intentional insights. And when you think about being intentional, especially in, in your businesses, in the, in the real estate business, it's every single detail. It's the end-to-end -end experience. And some people say, well, what does that mean? Uh, that means being in your customer's shoes. And, you know, you, a famous story about Walt, uh, we all have seen the trash cans at Walt Disney World, right? And uh, Walt actually invented that trash can, that in-and-out trash can, uh, because he didn't want the smells to emanate from that trash. And his wife, Lillian, said, why do you want to be in the theme park business? Because they're always so dirty back in the in the 50s. And he said, no, that's exactly it. Mine's going to be different. So as you think about customer service, customer experience, you know, I, I love my phrase from a former senior VP, be deliberately different. Your business starts really with your reputation, your brand. You know, Disney's got an incredible brand all over the world. Uh, and we train our team members, our cast members, if everybody knows, uh, you know, we're here in Florida, so everybody knows what a cast member is, but our employees, right from day one, 
They have a specific role and they know their purpose. So, uh, you know, we're different. And that's where businesses and, you know, you and I talked about this early on. It's the value you bring. You can you can go to any real estate office. Right. And you're selling homes, you're buying homes. What's the difference? It's your people and it's the service you provide. Yeah. I mean, you know, the service you provide, you know, people say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the best real estate agent. Well, how are you the best real estate agent? Well, I, I support and I service my clients. Well, what does that mean? You know, when we talk about specifics, you know, I love the quote you just said, be deliberately different because, you know, you, you have to stand, you know, as, you know, one of, uh, one of our slogans, you know, be above the crowd. You have to stand around. You have to stand above that crowd. You have to be different because if you're doing the same thing, you're competing with millions of people doing the same thing. If you're doing something different or specific or kind of a niche, um, now all of a sudden, you know, you are being deliberately different. And, um, you know, I, I love that state. You know, so, you know, you talked about leadership and customer experience, you know, you know, and I, I don't know, um, you know, what um, your knowledge on, you know, real estate and such like that. But if you had to equate what 2020 has what has taught you about customer experience, um, you know, what would that be? Well, certainly everyone uh, in 2020 had to take a step back. And if I were in my own business uh, running an operation that was uh, providing an extraordinary service like a real estate office, I'd take that 50,000 uh, foot view of my business, but I'd dial it all the way down. I'd go down to the micro of everything, that end-to-end -end experience. So uh, another quote for you, you've got to inspect what you expect, uh, inspect what you expect. So that does start with being intentional, like I said. And what it's taught me is people need to look at everything, how the how your website works. Is it easy to access? Is it simple? Are there way too many pop ups? You know, I, I just recently bought a car and, uh, you know, I don't want to talk to the chat box. I don't want it to ask me call this, this 24 hours. And then, oh, my gosh, it's just so impersonal. Um, now, in some businesses, it has to work, but I would say what it's taught me about customer experience, and, and if I'm running a business, that is the only uh, value add that you can bring to it. Uh, you've got to look at how you are perceived, how your brand is perceived, what people think about you, and that starts with way in advance. When they think about going to a, a real estate office, what's your brand in the community? How do people know who you are? What's your reputation? Uh, and then your website. And it even goes down to the micro and, 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 you know, think about this the next time you walk into your real estate office or your broker's office. Um, what does a parking lot look like? Is it clean and free of debris? Uh, what does the front windows look like? Are they clean? Are they uh, shining? What's that first impression when they come in the door? I, I recently was uh, in a uh, real estate office. I was doing a little benchmarking and I went inside the door and the gentleman who was uh, in the reception area had a computer in front of his face. So the only and it was and the only way he could speak to me was to put his head around the, 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 the computer. It was bizarre. And uh, then when I sat down in his office, he had to do the same because it was facing like on an angle. It's every detail. So as I think about customer experience, it's the differentiator. 
It's, it's what makes you better than others. It, certainly, you can give them the beautiful basket at the, at the end when they do the signing, and you can uh, uh, give them the keychain and all these things, but it's that personality. And so when I think about um, your business in particular, it's relationship business. Uh, it is your personality, your care, and how you uh, work with every single one of the people. And, you know, you've seen my website. It's, it's building the customer experience one magical interaction at a time. But imagine how you feel as on the other side of the table or when you're walking through. That's your only moment in time to do that personal connection, uh, to listen, to spend time with that people. You know, we're all attached to our phones. It's going off and if you, if you say, oh, excuse me, I got to get this, boy, you've lost it. So you've got to spend that time. So when I think about it, the customer experience, that's, you know, I live it and dream it every day and I'm passionate about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you look at, you know, you talked about buying a car. I just bought a car for my daughter who's turning 16. And, you know, and the funny thing is, is as you said, you know, I don't want to be in a chat box. I did. Like I wanted to be in that chat box, you know, because it was like, you know what? I don't want to have to go through the whole thing. The process is just so, you know, tiring, exhausting. You got to go here and then you got to make you test drive and they take your ID and they do all this stuff that isn't what I want. Now, maybe what you want, but it isn't what I want. I want to be able to I know by the time I'm going into someone's um, place, uh, you know, a dealership, I know what car I want. I know how much it should cost. I know everything about that car. I don't need to test drive it. We were in and out of there in 10 minutes. You know, so. um, (laughs) And and you know what? You brought up an excellent point. I love this. So what is the reputation of working with a car dealership? We all have that same opinion. Oh, it's such a pain in the neck to buy a car. Conversely, think about your business, right? Right. What does your brand in the universe represent? Is it difficult to buy a home? Is it difficult to sell a home? What are the, it's, you hit it perfectly because I will totally agree with you. I did my research. I went everywhere. The other thing is the same dealership I deal with. This is the other thing. So you have many Remax brands, right? consistently across the Remax brand. And if you're another uh, broker listening or real estate organization, consistency. Okay. How do we treat our customers at every single business? Is it the same? Is it friendly? Is it consistent? So same dealership, one in uh, uh, Orlando and one in Kissimmee um, here. And uh, I said to the gentleman, here's what I want. I want a grid. Tell me what the car costs. Tell me what the financing is at this percent, this percent, and this percent. And tell me if I put 5000 down, what's it going to be? One dealership. Same owner. The other one? Well, no, no, we can't do that. You got to come in. You got to talk to us. So it's the same dealership. So as I think about, uh, you know, there's a, there's a thing I talk about, uh, the six C's. Um, it's care, care about your customer. And it really also means care about your employees. Make sure they're trained. Make sure they have the tools to do their job. Make sure they know the expectations every single day when they have to come in, what they're supposed to do. Communicate. You got to communicate. You got to over communicate. 
And that means every morning, good morning, everyone. What's our day look like? How are we doing? And at the end of the day, yeah, man, we, we did great today. It was a wonderful day. Coach, you, you know, the hardest part of being a leader is coaching. Uh, you don't want to tell somebody they're not doing the job the way they're supposed to do it. However, if you bring clarity to the role, if you tell them what the expectations are, and that goes back to the communication, they will know what to do every single day. Collaborate. You got a lot of smart people working with you, right? Collaborate. Ask them, what, what do we do? What can we do better? What, what are the things that we're doing today that are those linchpins that cause us issues as an organization to be successful? And then calibrate every day. Well, this went well. This didn't go well. This We should be working on a calibration of excellence every single day. And then celebrate, right? Celebrate your successes. Point out people that are doing the job and modeling the behaviors you expect and celebrate your wins. Now, also celebrate your mistakes because you can't move forward without learning. So the six C's, care, communicate, coach, collaborate, calibrate, celebrate, right? Those are all wonderful C's. But if you don't do it consistently, consistently, then you fail. So if you think about Disney and you mentioned in the beginning, you know, day in and day out, we deliver the same thing. And that's because we have a common purpose. Yeah. No. And the funny thing is, is, you know, as you're going through it, right, you know, our our assumptions of, or our past experiences with car dealerships, you know, you know, bring in like that angst and anxiety, right? You know, and it's probably very similar to real estate. You know, it's probably very similar to, oh, I got to buy a home. Yeah, it's exciting, but, you know, what will the financing look like? So I guess it's, you know, our, our job and obligation, if you want to go ahead and deliberately be different, you must go ahead and, 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 Put together a customer experience like no other that's going to be different, that's going to explain and manage the expectations of that consumer. So you're going to build those relationships in the long run. You know, and one of the things that I, and I always I always think this is funny because everyone's different. Right. And, and that's why I think when you look at Amazon, you know, Amazon uh, is done so amazing because they give you what you want, when you want, how you want it, you know, how you want to pay for it, whatever it is, they're giving you exactly the way you want it. And, you know, I, you know, whenever I walk into uh, Disney, like, uh, you know, we use the term magical, right? You feel magical, right? Uh, my wife does not feel magical. <laughs> she feels anxiety. She feels there's other people's kids around and I want out, you know, big crowds, long lines, I, I, I like nothing about it. So I guess maybe the point is, is maybe, you know, deliberately being different, but also, as you said before, you have to listen. And not only do you have to listen, you have to make sure what you're giving them as a customer experience is what they want, you know, how they want to receive it. So, you know, um, you know, I guess, you know, we can learn from companies like, you know, like Disney, like, um, you know, like Amazon, you know, like all these other different companies that are um, really just, you know, um, making that customer experience that much better. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, it's it's all about your brand. How do you represent your brand? Um, how you care about the people? And I think if you begin with one, uh, caring about your team, caring about the people that are working in your office, uh, making sure, as I said earlier, the tools and the training and the uh, expectations are set. 
And then, you know, what's your common purpose? We talk about that a lot at Disney. Our common purpose is to have everybody walk out of there and be happy. So my job as a, as a general manager at Golden Oak or at the Grand Floridian or Fort Wilderness or any of the jobs that I had, uh, I was a chief happiness officer. You know, I had to make people happy. And that started with my team members. And you do that by engaging and being with them and working with them and knowing their jobs and knowing how you can help them to be successful. And then setting that expectation. What's your common purpose? You know, you don't, your common purpose Maybe to uh, in your business, okay, we're going to sell homes, but your common purpose is to, in my opinion, for real estate is is to, um, you know, if you're buying a home, that's that's setting your life uh, up. You know, that first time you buy a house, uh, that's how you're building your your own family. Your there's so many things that go into it. So you know, you're not really selling homes; you're selling a life experience. Uh, uh, that's going to change someone's life, in my opinion. Uh, I remember when I bought my first home, I was like, wow, I finally have arrived. <laughs> um, and uh, I think, you know, at Disney, our common purpose, and, you know, my role might be as an agent or a broker or a receptionist, but my purpose is to help that uh, individual uh, enjoy uh, the experience. And, and really, it's life-changing, uh, buying a home. It is. And I think we're the stewards of it, right? So, you know, when we go ahead and, you know, we're out there, um, we have to understand that, you know, there are many, um, unfortunately, or, you know, there are many agents that aren't professional, you know, that, um, you know, where consumers have had bad past experiences where they don't trust real estate agents. Um, and, you know, it's your job to make sure that, you know, not only for you and for your brand and your reputation, but for the industry that you take care of that customer, big or small, doesn't matter, that the next time they say, you know, how is your real estate agent or what do you think about real estate agents, the most recent, you know, experience is going to be a great one, you know, going to be an amazing one. And I think we really need to uh, get back to, um, you know, doing it one by one. And, um, you know, because right now, I think we have a million five, 1.5 million realtors in, um, in the country. Um, we have uh, 202,000 realtors in the state of Florida, which is the largest um, um, uh, amount of realtors in, in any state in the country. It's crazy. So, you know, when you think about it, you know, how are we going to get and be deliberately different among, you know, that many people? Um, I guess it's uh, comes with, uh, as you said, ex uh, consistency and experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, um, you know, I mean, you, you've had a lot and you're doing consulting for, uh, you know, businesses and, and companies and, and people and such, you know, what does leadership mean to you? Uh, for me, uh, leadership means setting the example. Uh, every, I, I also believe that not only setting the example, but uh, I, I believe that everyone's a leader. Everyone in that office is leading and doing their job uh, as a leader. Um, and you are someone, uh, you, if you can tell someone that you're part of our leadership team, you're part of the team that makes this work because everybody matters uh, in the organization. Um, leaders need to have a positive attitude uh, every single day. Uh, you know, I may have things going on in my life that are 
out of control and, you know, the uh, worrying about paying a, a bill or uh, someone's sick or, you know, the car is broken. But when I walk through that door, uh, I am the leader example of, of for everyone. So my positivity, my I was known as a cheerleader. Uh, I'm the guy that doesn't come in the front door. I go in the back door to make sure the back of the house people know that they're important. So I don't know how big your offices are, but you know, you've got that person who's doing billing and accounting and finance, and maybe they're behind the scenes. I always talk about everybody matters. And then, you know, you're a cheerleader and you're a coach, uh, coach and guide the team every single day as to, uh, uh, their, their, you know, expectations. And, you know, you set the example and, and believe me, uh, everybody's watching you. Uh, they, they are looking at that person who is either the owner of the office or the, the head of the office. And they're the one who sets the tone every single day. And, uh, you can't provide a great customer service, uh, without having someone who is representing the brand every single day the way you want it represented. And most of you own your own businesses, you own your own offices. Um, make sure that as a leader, you have presence, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I've seen leaders come in with the briefcase or with the backpack or whatever, and just beeline it to their office, right? Hey, good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? The other thing is, and, and this is really important, uh, I said the word care is one of my six C's. You got to care about your people as a leader. You've got to know them. Um, you know, you don't want to get too close to them, but you have to know their names, their kids. Uh, you know, these offices aren't that big. Maybe some of you have hundreds of employees. I had at least 600 uh, employees at one point at the Grand Floridian when I was in food and beverage. And of course, I had, you know, multiple leaders, but... I am a leader that doesn't manage from behind his desk. So I would tell you as a leader, don't manage from behind your desk. Uh, I said, inspect what you expect. Get out there and be a part of it because you're listening and you're seeing things that are going on. Um, I'll give you an example. I don't know why I'm on a, a car dealership thing, but, um, you know, I always find that you don't see the head of the sales department or the general manager told. They want to come out and negotiate with you, right? And you're playing all that game. I, don't, I, I hate that. Um, I want to be a leader. If I And I did some coaching with some Porsche dealership uh, leaders, general managers of Porsche dealers. And I said to them, get out of the office. Listen to what's going on with your salespeople. If um, Mr. Jacobson is buying a Porsche and he wants the uh, the mats included, of course, the mats in a Porsche, ladies and gentlemen, probably about $3,000 for your car mats. Um, this is a guy that probably has bought him, buying his third Porsche with you. Um, figure out a way to give him the, the, the floor mats. Now, the, the question came up, oh, sounds like you've got unlimited budgets. We don't have unlimited budgets. Okay. If you know you have a great customer, now this is the fifth house. And you know this, this house, every time the guy wants to place the, the locks changed, right? And maybe it costs a, 120 a lock. And, uh, you know, we have to add that into your costs or whatever. I, again, I don't know your business 100%. But find ways to save money so you can do those little things for your clients that matter. So I would always try to um, uh, reduce my costs in areas where 
it doesn't affect the employees and it doesn't affect the customer. So at the Grand Floridian, I'll give you an example. We used to spend like $1.5 million a year on flowers. I said, oh gosh, that's a lot of money. So I met with the florist and we got rid of a lot of the roses. Uh, you never would know. The flowers are still gorgeous. Got rid of the placemats in the Grand Floridian Cafe and the plants. Nobody cared. The customer didn't care. Now, let's say I brought the the flowers down 300,000 a year and the placemats saved me another 50 grand a year. Now I've got 350,000 in my buffer that when I need to do something nice for a customer or I need to throw an employee event uh, to show my employees how grateful I am for their service, that's the way you do it. So maybe you have to shut the lights off to save on electricity. Maybe you empty your own trash to a central location and then you let your custodial team handle it. Maybe somebody in the morning cleans the windows that's part of your reception team. Um, how do you find those ways to reduce your costs and put it in the areas that allow you to be more successful, more connected with your clients, and more connected with your employees? Wow. I, I, a bunch of takeaways there. You know, um, you know, the positive attitude and thinking about, you know, I guess it's all about empathy, right? So it's thinking about um, how you're going to help someone, you know, not necessarily the task at hand, but how are you going to help someone have a better day, right? So, um, I mean, I guess that's, you know, what Disney uh, kind of instilled in, in most people, right? You know, it's, it's, it's the happiest place on earth. I mean, could there ever be a better slogan? I, I mean, like literally, there could never be a better slogan because it literally encompasses the entire like, you know, Disney World. Like, it, I mean, when people think about happy now, they think about our happiest place. They think about Disney World. I mean, you know, the power of that brand and the power of that slogan. Um, whomever came up with that, uh, genius. <laughs> and, and I don't think it's any different for your businesses. Um, it's your brand. It's who you are. So you want every single client, every single home buyer, every single seller to say, my gosh, that was an amazing experience. I worked with this team. Uh, they took care of me. It was no hassles. Um, certainly, uh, that's what you want. And but, However, you know, I, I love that it's the happiest place on earth. I spent 37 years out there. Um, it's sometimes unhappy. Uh, sometimes things go wrong. Uh, but it's how you recover. And, uh, you know, I always uh, spent many years uh, dealing with what we called uh, unique guests or problem guests and situations. And the first thing I would do is apologize, no matter what. You know, I'd listen first. And there were times when I might have somebody who's very irate. And my first thing was say, hold on, I'm here to help. So I listen. I apologize, no matter what it is. It could have not even been our fault. And then I figure out a way to solve it. And then I thank them for bringing it to my attention. So you probably caught this. Listen, apologize, solve, and thank, L-A-S-T. Learned it many years ago. Listen, apologize, solve, and thank. Throughout any transaction, there could be issues. Um, and you should be transparent. Um, there have been times where we goofed up and I would say, you know what? We absolutely blew this. Uh, the check-in went bad. The food was not right. Um, the, you know, the things can happen, but it's that sincerity. It's being genuine when you absolutely 
tell that person, you know what, we are so sorry. And then the recovery. Sometimes there's a remuneration. You got to give up some cash. Uh, you hate to do that. But oftentimes, if you apologize somebody in sincere manner, they get you. And if you're honest, you know what, uh, this is why I, I you know, it, it just solves it in such an easier way. And, you know, I always used to bring people in my office, even when I had to call someone uh, with a problem, I'd learn about that person. Now it's so much easier, right? You can Google, you can LinkedIn, you can find out about that person before you make a phone call. Back in the day, uh, in the 90s, uh, I used to have a Audi travel guide with information about every place in the United States. So before I'd call somebody and apologize or check in with them and, you know, they wanted me, I would find that common bond, common bond with that person. So, again, it goes back to your business. It's a relationship business. Um, you know, you all, I'm sure, use consultative selling. Um, that is uh, not going in and trying to sell. It's, it's building a relationship first. It's building a, the river of trust. I don't know if you ever heard of the, the Ben Duffy method or consultative selling, but we learned that at Disney years ago. We didn't, in the beginning, we didn't. We used to try to sell everything. Hey, hey, what do you want? What do you want? When I was in convention services, oh, we got this party. We got that party. We got this dressing, that dressing. And uh, I remember once a, a client that I was working with uh, when I was in convention services, he was from the Midwest with his group, a convention group. And uh, I was pontificating about the amazing food and beverage at the Grand Floridian Convention Center. And I was telling him about this, you know, citrus infused, uh, vinaigrette made with, you know, navel oranges and this and that. And he goes, Barry, he was from the Midwest. He goes, Barry, uh, son, uh, we want Italian, French and blue cheese. And so that kind of sparks the thing when you're, when you're dealing with people, get to know them first. You know, you're not going to say, look, I've got these 10 houses. Uh, I got a five bedroom, a six bedroom and an eight bedroom or a two bedroom. And the guy goes, no, I'm, I'm single. All I need is a two bedroom and I want one for the office. You know, what is it they want? So consultative selling, relationship building, it goes a long way. Love it. Well, where can we find you and, um, you know, how can we help you? Well, listen, I love to help others build a culture of excellence. That's what I've done all my life, whether it was the Dallas Cowboys, Club Corp and Disney for most of my life. Um, I'm happy to, to work with anyone and, uh, you know, help you build that culture and drive excellence because it's all about um, people plus purpose plus pride plus pro equals profit. So you get the profit. But if you start with your people and you have a common person, purpose every day, you make sure your place is clean and, and, and perfect. Uh, you'll get the profit. So, um, you know, that's that's uh, Barry Jacobson Consulting uh, dot com. Uh, that's my business. Um, I'm passionate about it. I think that uh, customer experience translates to any business. Uh, it's not just about the happiest place on earth or Mickey Mouse or that brand. Um, and that has been my passion all my life to help others um, drive excellence, which ultimately grits gets great returns in their business. Awesome. So I always end the, uh, the interview with two questions. Uh, one is, um, what is your favorite all-time streaming series, you know, through Netflix or Hulu or whatever? And uh, what are you currently watching? Uh, I am an all-time, big-time fan of The Sopranos. 
Awesome. Uh, but Schitt's Creek was pretty darn good. <laughs> um, we just finished uh, a series uh, called The Five. That was an amazing series. And we just started Mosquito Coast, uh, which is out. And we're watching Mar, uh, Mayor of Easttown. So you asked me a lot of questions. But, uh, <laughs> my wife and I, every night, because we're empty nesters now, our daughter is coming home from college for the summer. But uh, around 7 p.m. every night, we're, we're hitting those TV shows. But Sopranos, I would say um, absolutely The Five was an amazing show. The five. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Barry. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, listen, we learned a lot. I mean, we learned about, you know, kind of, you know, listen, apologize, solve and think, you know, as, as the last acronym, um, the six C's, you know, deliberately being different. And uh, we certainly learned a little bit about you and, and leadership and, and consulting. And um, I can't thank you enough. Thanks for the story on Walt as well, because it's uh um, it's something of passion. I'm a, uh, I am a big time Disney fan. Um, even though, um, you know, I don't get to Disney as much as I would like to, uh, I think it's an amazing place. So thank you very much, Barry. Right. And, uh, if, uh, if anyone would like uh, some of his consulting services, he is amazing. Uh, Barry jo Jacobson consulting.com. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful week, and we'll speak to you soon. Breakfast right. with the Broker, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Bye. Bye.